Hello everyone and welcome to the Casa Podcast today. I'm excited to continue a series we started last week. Last week we talked about connecting with people over social media, um, all the things that have come with it, the rules that we have to follow. We shared some of the stories and last week I had Mami and Nag basically educating us on how to stay um, connecting with people over the internet, especially when it comes to business and all of that. Today, if you are wise in the building, if you is going to help continue the conversation, um, today we're going to sort of extend the conversation beyond business, right? Now we're going to go into like basic personal friendships, relationships, non-professional relationships, as I'd like to call them. And if you is, is, is a god, She's in the God tier of connecting with people. Please, 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 please. <laughs> guys in the God tier of connecting with people. Um, I, I was making a joke before we came on that she's the only person I know that just due to the internet, she can stand in any city and just be good. She can land anywhere. Like oh, she no. decides to go to Toronto and she's covered, right? She's got people everywhere. And she just no, you know, no, no, could you please? I don't know. Today you're going to teach us all the methods, man. Damn, we have to could be you, like you. Could you? We want to be like you when we grow up. How are you doing, Afia? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a know. long time. It feels like it's been three a while. Years. It's been a while. You decided to ditch us last weekend. Oh, go please, and enjoy yourself in, in California. Please. California be how was your trip? Oh, it was fun. It was mm. fun. It's been like I've not seen my sister in like a year and a half. Okay. And then okay. You know, seeing her, hanging mm-hmm. out with the family and all that. So it was fun. Nice, nice. And what did you bring me from California? Um don't worry. Really? Is that what they call nothing these days? Don't worry. <laughs> Is that what they've been calling nothing I, these I, days? I brought you something. Mm. I'll I'll bring it to you. Ah, well, welcome back. Welcome back. And I I know you missed last week's episode. You pretended you were watching, but you were not. Um, Song is in the building. Hi, Song. I hope you're doing well. Today, we're going to learn all the things. And Song is one of the people who also knows how to connect. His projects and all that. I know with a professional sense. I really want to talk to Song about some of the professional things he does. But even the... Uh, non-professional ones like the personal relationship song is one memorable person from social media so song yeah. you're going to have to share your lessons with us in there today i'm going to be talking about a lot of the contacts and connections i've made and i know they're going to be listening so haha i i can't wait um if you are you're welcome say song and my man is here it's like nice to see you guys it's so nice to see and hear from you big boss i don't want to mention the name at the moment but Let's dive into the conversation, Evia. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, when we talked about establishing your business presence online and getting your, your clients, your customers, people you're going to have a professional relationship with, there were some rules and there some things, some, some tools we need in the toolbox to sort of extend uh, professional networks on social media. Now we're coming personal, and I know that most of the rules would carry over, but what are some of the things people need to know about you know extending your personal networks over social media um well what i think i mean the basic thing is to have a presence right Mm. like um a profile Mm. something that someone can click on to get to know Mm. who you are Mm. you, you know so basically your name a picture they can connect, something someone can relate to. So mostly you see people even write their their soccer, their they they support their mm-hmm. the sports, they wow. support mm-hmm. the club, everything. Like something that someone can can vibe with you on, you know. Mm-hmm. And that is something a lot of people don't think it's important. But mm-hmm. the moment you tweet something or you say something online, mm-hmm. the next thing someone will do to check you out is to go on your profile to see who you are, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the second thing I think you should do is to also be open. Mm-hmm. Yes, because mm-hmm. if you're looking at connecting with people online, you can't be um, a close person. You cannot, you cannot, you have to engage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... I think 
we 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 sort of know especially on 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 this then how do you call spaces mm. right yeah mm. so some people do not tweet they don't say anything but they are very active on spaces mm-hmm. you have to be open you have to you know talk to people that is what you want to do right mm. unless that is not your goal on mm. being on social media mm. but if your goal there is to connect to people and then get to know people i think you should be open yeah. And then if you have a very fit profile, something mm. someone can get to know you, mm. you know, some basic mm. thing, not everything, but then like the basics. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, talking about being a bit open, it just, only one person comes to mind. I think it's, so. sometimes we, we also love the mystery. And today, I think how the show I'm going to be talking about a lot of the things he does and what I've seen with him. So you talked about having an open profile, having something people can follow up, look mm-hmm. up, people mm-hmm. can actually get to know a little more about you. But yeah. then I've seen someone who has really established himself on social media. I think he's, <laughs> he's the exception to this rule. And today, for every rule, we'll talk about him as the exception. He, he gives you basically nothing. His profile doesn't tell you anything about him. But for some reason, it, it kind of works. So I don't know if having some of that mystery also adds to it. Because if I read your bio and I get to know almost everything about you, sometimes it explains a lot, right? You, you read the bio and you're like, okay, well, I guess I understand why this person is tweeting this. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it also leaves you with more questions, right? And I don't know if it works, but GH Phila is the king of that. Like we all have this <laughs> mythical mystery um, profile online. Who would tweet or say some things we don't even get to see history so unfortunately right you'd say some things especially in forums like spaces and then you're like man i really want to get to know who this is and then you go and you you get nothing but there's still that hunger to still connect um so being having an open profile is definitely a great thing giving people something to sort of connect with especially if you're trying to build up your personal um um presence on social media what other thing what other thing aside open well if we talking about the exception right Mm -hmm. he makes it up for (laughs) for he makes that up for um um in in spaces right Mm -hmm. so in spaces he was going to let you understand that he has a good background or understanding of the topic mm. he's talking about mm. he's going to school you and educate you mm. <laughs> he has the patience to do that mm. you know mm. so if you're somebody like that obviously you you are creating what you call attractiveness like people want to get to know more mm-hmm. about you mm. they go to your profile they can tell like there's nothing there mm. and so all they get is to hear you on spaces mm. and he's like very educated Mm. he's knowledgeable and so of course you want to know who this dude is and then want to connect like want to know more about him i i I think you said something that i i really feel would be important if you're on social media trying to build your network your connections your non-professional contacts you have to create attractiveness I think it's it's very powerful. A lot of people are on there to make friends to get, but there's nothing attractive about being. Why why should I be your friend? I think it's one of those things people should constantly be thinking about. The why, you want to be friends with say Song, you want to be friends with Kwame, you want to be friends with Dachehine. Why should they want to be friends with you? Creating that reason for people to connect and i think it's it's one of the things you said gh Flam makes up for that mystery with the why you should connect with them yeah. so you may not know much about him you may not read his profile you may not even get to follow him a very select few are able to follow him mm-hmm. but there's always the why there's always that i can learn i can get value like every time you are having a conversation you you leave the conversation knowing you received value so i think um one of the things people who want to build their social connections their networks make friends make non-professional connections on social media should think about is what is the value why why are you going to be connected if yeah the chat section is going wild let me read some comments and then we'll get back to the conversation um 
GH Fela is here. The man we're talking about is here. Is that what? Yeah, nice to see you guys. Um, Onya song, one cool dude. Yeah, song is an amazing dude. Kwame is here. Michael, Michael, it's nice to see you again today. Kwame, I, I would get into Kwame's <laughs> conversation later. I, I mean, if you're in the chat session and I haven't mentioned your name, just say something, right? Say something so that I would know. Because today, most of the conversation is going to come from the experiences with the people, especially in the chat. But people we've met online and some of the good things we've learned, um, some of the things I've picked up from them that I've put in my toolkit, you know. And so I'm basically sharing all the things they've taught me. Um, song is here. Mike, you're late. Nina my Hey, 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 Nina. How you doing? I hope you're well. Um, welcome back. Um, do you have to be open to everybody or should you be selective? That's a question. If you think about this question, <laughs> coming back to this, um, there's a question in there on social media. Do you have to be open to everybody or you should be selective? I think I, I would love to hear the answer to that. Ghana Fila, if Fia is in her element today after California, she's looking bright. She is. Thank you. Bright. Thank you she so much. She is looking bright. If Fia, if Fia, no matter how you spell it, she is in flying form. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that. Um, Ghana Fila is a myth. Dacha Hine, hello, guys. Sorry I'm late. Dacha Hine, don't be late. Oh. You're not late. Um, song, ha, have you marked the register? Song, apparently there's a register going on. Please get to it. Okay. I think you we want to be unique. Being unique means you appeal, you you appeal to a certain, a certain audience. audience. A fear, excellent points. Yes, yes, and I think we are yeah. going to touch on that too. Um, hey, tomorrow is a fear's birthday, guys. Um, somebody had to break the secret. Um, her sister has thrown her under the bus. Guys, <laughs> for those of you who do not know, tomorrow is a fear your boy's birthday. Yeah. So today we're going to have a special shout. Oh, please, We're going guys. to celebrate her. You in guys, a very, please. Um, you know. By the way, I have four birthdays. So it's no, 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 no. Yeah, tomorrow <laughs> is your actual birthday and now we know. Happy birthday in advance, June Queen. Oh, uh, thank birthday. you, Mina. Yeah, happy birthday, Fia. Finally, 21. She gets to pay, <laughs> gets a pay raise on her birthday. Fia is finally turning 20. Oh, it's 21. Um, mm. really? right. Hi, I'm Richard. Dachini introduced the Casa podcast to me. I'm oh. Richard. Hello, Richard. Um, nice to have you on here. Thank you so much for joining. We really appreciate it. And uh, <sighs> Rich, I hope you enjoy this. I hope you leave this podcast having learned something. Nice to have you on. Hey, Aram is here. Hey, Aram. Aram, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, the happy birthdays are coming in. Now they turn the show into a fierce happy birthday. I know. Birthday show, I you know? Oh, my happy God. Happy birthday in advance. Michael also said happy birthday. Thank Richard, you. welcome to the tribe. Um, Richard said happy birthday. If you have, thank you, thank you. Happy birthday. Um, Akosia had to remind us, but um, now we're going to learn and then we'll celebrate the birthday sometime in the show. Yeah. I have something for you. Later, later on. But but I think there was a question um, G.H. Villa asked, and I want yeah. us to get back to that. Um, the question was, do you have to be open to everyone or should you be selective? If you are, what do you think? In, in, in trying to establish these connections and trying to establish yourself on social media, do you have to be open with everyone? Oh, obviously, I don't think you can be completely open to um, people on, on, on the internet that you've not met before. So to your audience, as he said, rightly put it, the people that you want to connect with, mm -hmm. there's supposed to be a certain level of openness, mm. right? Like, I mean, the basics, how, how do you get to relate to people if they don't know what you know like what you do but something basic they can they can use to describe you at least mm -hmm. so maybe a student mm -hmm. you study this you you work here even if they don't know your name or anything they have an idea of who you are mm -hmm. so i think a certain level of openness is needed mm -hmm. to your audience not to mm -hmm. everybody mm -hmm. right so like to my on my timeline i don't think people really know who i am except mm -hmm that I'm a girl, I'm a fear, like, that is it. Mm. But then to the people I connect to more, mm. 
you know, we talk from time to time. And so they know what I'm about. I'm a student. I'm trying to do this. I'm a Ghanaian. I do this. I work here. You know, some mm -hmm. things they can, they can associate me with. And then mm. it will be easy for them to describe me. Oh, if okay. yeah. Oh, the lady in, they even know my states. No way. You know, it's, it's just like the basic things. And these are people that um, you, you intend to connect with. Mm. Right. Yeah. Mm. So for them, I think it's, there should be some level of openness. Yeah. So, so uh, if I'm getting you right, the people you want to connect with should receive some form of openness that yeah. wouldn't be available to everyone. Exactly. And I think that's going to set them apart from the people you're not trying to connect with. Because as yeah. much as we want to create these networks, create these connections, we're not trying to connect with everybody. Right? Um, finding your... Um, just because we're on Casa Podcast, finding your tribe on social media is important. There's but a that's, tribe that's the problem, right? Mm -hmm. It's 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 like you have to, you have to not struggle, like go through a try and error phase to mm -hmm. actually know the kind of people mm -hmm. that you connect with. Mm -hmm. Try getting your tribe is is the problem. It's mm -hmm. not even mm -hmm. you know being open to them. It's getting to know. Okay, yeah, these yeah. are the people I can mm -hmm. connect to. Mm -hmm. I think that is where, the, you know, it's hard to get that kind of family. Mm. So seeing how difficult that is, 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 that, is that also one of the tools people need in their toolkit? The ability to discern who is your crowd and not, right? Yep, yep, yeah. Because it, it would save people a lot of time and a lot of, um, you know, heartache. Not, not, not that. Energy. Energy, good. That, that's <laughs> probably the word. To, to be able to identify from the jump, I don't, these are not people I want to associate with. These are people mm -hmm. I want to associate with. And I think that is where some of the openness comes to mind, right? Mm -hmm. There are people maybe, for example, if you see people on social media or platforms like on Twitter spaces or clubhouses, sometimes they would say something and you, you're iffy about them. You're not so sold on whether or not you want to connect with them. Then you go on their profile, you see the kind of things they're tweeting about, the kind of things, the kind of jokes they're making. Yeah. That kind of helps you know whether they're your crowd or not. And just as you're pointing the satellite or the searchlight outside, people are also pointing the spotlight on you. So you'd go on spaces, you'd say things, you might espouse some beliefs or ideas. Mm -hmm. And people would check your profile to see whether or not they can associate with you. So I think one of those things, and, and last week we did talk about it in terms of professional contacts, right? Think of yourself as a brand and you're marketing the brand online. In terms of friendship, think of your friendship as a commodity or a brand and it's being marketed outside. So just because of the kind of friends you want to be attract, attracted to or you want to attract, there are things you wouldn't say. There are jokes you wouldn't make. There are things you, there are spaces you wouldn't get into, because you think of it as a brand, as as Kojo, as as if yeah, what kind of friends do I want, and what do I want to show these friends, right? And so, sort of, if you do want to extend, establish these networks, um, extend your your connections out there, having that on the forefront of your mind, being conscious about who you're attracting and who you're, you're being attracted to and sort of, you know, using that to sort out where you don't fit and where you fit would be very important, right? As much as you're being open, you're being unique. DHL says something about uniqueness, especially on platforms that people have to speak on. What do you think unique and how do you understand the uniqueness people bring, especially in, in forums like that, spaces, clubhouse? Hmm. Well, when it comes to like forums where you have to speak and no one sees who you are, like it's not a video forum, it's just a voice. Mm -hmm. I think mainly that one thing that could make you unique is your ideas, right? Mm -hmm. Whether you're well read, mm -hmm. whether you're an open person, mm -hmm. you're an accommodating person, whether you listen, whether you, um, you know, how it's not like I, I wouldn't want to put intelligence, right? Because it's like, okay, you are being you are being selective. And, and how do you tell if someone is intelligent? So how how you comport yourself and how mm. you speak, your mannerism. Mm. Because that is the only thing someone will see. And that's what, what like, I mean, will make you unique. 
So for me, right, Ghana Fela and GH Fela is the same thing. So the first time I heard him speak, right, it was like an argument. I don't know if it was an argument or it was like um, a debate. But he had he had this back and forth with, with someone on the space. And the person said something that I thought it was offensive, that if I was in his shoes, I would have just stopped mm-hmm. going. Like, I wouldn't even engage the person anymore. Mm-hmm. But he he ignored that and still went ahead to sort of educate the person and still try to get his points across. Mm. So that 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 accommodating um character of his, like how he was so calm and collected and composed, mm-hmm. it re- it really struck. Like I was like, okay, like. I- no, did you just do that? Did you just mm. skip what a person just said? Mm-hmm. That is a that is an insult, and you mm. just acted mm. like you had not seen it. And he was like, "Oh, he still wants to get his point across, and mm. you know, trying to go back and forth. And he's not in here to sort of insult or belittle anyone. Mm. He just wants to educate, mm. and that is his main target." Mm. And I was like, "Wow, like that was something that." I saw it to be very unique. Mm. And for a long time I've seen I've not I've not met anyone as patient as him. Like, mm. okay. The mm. one person that was really patient that I thought I would never see anyone was my dad. Mm. So when I saw him, I was like, okay, I didn't think this was normal. But mm. for you to be able to compose and not really to be composed and not not you know not overreact when the person said what he said. Because to me that was an insult. Mm-hmm. That was clear. I don't I don't want to say it here, but then it was it was bad. Yeah. Okay. okay. And I'm like, okay. So most often it's your mannerism, your composure. Mm. It's and sometimes, not sometimes, most often your ideas that mm. you you tend to put across, mm-hmm. right? If you are well read and you know you start talking, people will know and will want to know more. Mm. People will want to engage, mm. right? Yeah. So that's why okay. I think you can so- actually craft yourself when you want to be unique mm. okay so for you being unique is is temperament is key um quality of the contributions you make i think i think yeah. it's wonderful especially you know and and this would have been this case if we were still meeting in person you know social media especially twitter spaces is it's basically town halls on 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 these platforms yeah. at ease home home homemade town halls right and yes yeah. if we were in a town hall meeting or if we were at a school rally or something i'm going to gravitate towards people who i feel are patient have something to contribute and it, it is very important the things you you mentioned about being unique and i'm going to share my experience with dh villa dh villa it's not that we're putting you on blast but there's so much you've taught us over the years that i couldn't have thought of today's topic and all the tools we need to survive and make these meaningful connections without thinking of dh villa so my experience with him the first day i met him was completely different before in spaces i used to interact with people by asking questions about everything they're saying. And I know it, it pisses people off, it drives people mad. But for me, sometimes it's the only way good conversations are going to happen. And a lot of people go on these platforms and when people speak, they also want to tell people what they think. So, you know, there's an idea thrown out, they share the idea and all that. And so it's just, but I love to try and understand what people are saying by asking them questions. Often. It comes across as you're trying to prove me wrong. I'm, I'm not trying to prove you wrong. I'm trying to see if I can understand what you're saying. And often when people don't understand some of the ideas they put out and mm-hmm. you question it, you try to break it up, they see down the line that, oh, I sh- probably shouldn't have said that. And then they probably turn. And for the first time, it wasn't even an interaction with me. Two people are having an interaction and GH Villa was there. He got on and he started talking to one of them. And the person was like, the person left. So everybody was like, hey, you were bullying the person. You were, you you know, the person was unhappy. And the person came back and GH Villa asked the question. He's like, everybody wait. And went to the person. Like, 
you were having a very good time, were you not? <laughs> that second, that very second, my mind was like, did you see that? I'm like, did everyone see what he just did? And the young woman was like, yes, I was having a good time. And he's like, you didn't feel bullied, did you? You can't answer that second question honestly without having to revisit the first answer. Immediate, immediately, that was so unique. I had not seen someone go about questioning people. And, you know, it, it, it was just wonderful. And I was like, I need to learn that. And then the table stand one day where it was me on the other side of his question. And that was the day I was like, this is, a, this is the person I should connect with. We're talking about the family. And I was talking about how the modern family is very different from, you know, the families from 60, 70 years ago. Yeah. He's like, he comes on and he has this voice. He's like, Prof, are you there? I have a question. And it's, it's like that with almost everybody. He comes <laughs> on and he's like, I have a question for you. And it, 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 it was just like, this is the kind of person I want to be. Don't get into spaces try, or public forum trying to tell everybody what you think. Try to understand what people have said. So he always has a question about something you have said. So he's not telling you what he thinks on the subject. He wants to see if you truly understand what you're saying. Every time Michael speaks, Brian speaks, it's like he would listen quietly. He would come and he's like, Prof, I have a question for you. And it's through his questioning, right? you would be able to explore the idea a lot more. And it, it's just beautiful. It's so unique. You normally don't get people who try to learn by question. And, yeah. and one of the famous philosophers of all time, Socrates, right, was one of the kings of that. He would question you till you just want to die, right? <laughs> the Socratic method, this is, you know, series of questions, right? Oh, so you said this. Can we consider it this way? Can we change that variable? Can we move that about? Would your idea still hold? And and it was unique. So sometimes being unique in public spaces, aside one, one of the tools we all have, and I feel people don't value it enough, is your voice. Your voice is one of the most unique things about you. And if you add a little more character, a little more patience, a little more, um, you know, you can prove yourself very smart in public spaces without actually sharing any ideas. A little more listening, a little more careful analysis of what people have said. You would go very far in terms of establishing context, con um, contacts, wanting people wanting to get to know you. And so being unique, we can talk about it all day. And GH Villa has a whole thing about being unique. A whole personality. He, he, and, and guys, a whole personality. those of you who are listening who have ever heard this line, Ghana Villa out, knows exactly what being unique. Like, this is my thing. And we can go over days about his thing. And even with Song, and Song has, you know, and that's another beautiful thing about being unique. I don't value. I think there are people, um, last week, Nag was on the space. Nag is one of the people who makes social media conversations super excited. <laughs> he has, you know, no matter what the conversation is, you know Nag is going to bring an entertainment twist to it. He's going to make, even if it's a heavy, dense mm. conversation where people are trying not to, Nag would come in there and you'd see the pressure just go down. You'd yeah. see the vibe. He calls it the vibe. He when he comes into a room, he lifts the vibe. I follow Nag to spaces just because of the value. That value. I know after a hard day's work, if I can listen to Nag, if I can hear Nag go mm. on about something, and even on the show, I, I I tell you guys a lot. He he brought so much value to the second season. Having him on the show adds this value. I feel that is one of the things about being you. Everybody has it. And so if you really want to grow your contacts out there, you have to find what makes you unique and, and bring it to the table. Bring it to the table. If you have what? We've yeah. talked about some of the tools, right? Mm -hmm. And we've talked about some of the ways we can be unique. What are some of the ways we can be unique that are complete no-dos? What are some of the bad things people have in our toolbox? What are some of the tools we need to drop? Think about that while I go through some of the comments, right? Think about some okay. of the tools. I have one listed right here, and it's making me laugh even before I say it. But let's get into the comment session.
Um, Akosia Yabwa said, how do you portray your worth when connecting with people so that you aren't belittled without being arrogant? Hmm, that, that's, that's, that's key. We'd have to come back to this. We'd have to. We'd have to come back to this. Um, Ekeala, Christine, Christine said, is good, morning. good morning, Christine. Um, welcome to the tribe, Richard. Happy birthday, Ifia. It's your birthday here. She's in Australia. So oh. your birthday in Australia. So happy yeah. birthday from Christine. Thank you, Christine. Thank you. Richard said, thank you, Kia. G.H. Filler is a cool professor. He indeed is. He indeed is. He's a great professor, a great mentor. I really, really love learning from him. How does composure translate when you're only connecting through words, comment section, and the DMs? Hmm. Now, this is something we have. There's so many questions <laughs> we have to come back to. How does composure translate, especially? I, 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 I'm, I'm a victim of this a lot. I, I commit this crime a lot. Sometimes people read my tweets and I think I'm, you know, yelling or, you know, not, not composed. But, uh, yeah, I have to learn that. So, if, yeah, you'd have to teach me that. For me, I connect more with people who are within my field. That's true. That's true. Normally, it's easy to connect with people within your field. And yeah. so is in education. And I have not met someone who talks this passionately about education. You can see he was meant for this. He, he's a great educator. He cares about education. He cares about bettering education. And it's, it's one wonderful thing about him. The laughter kept going. Look, you folks are being so nice. This is what happens when you bribe for GH Fuller claims we, we've been bribed. I wish, I wish. GH Fuller, the way we are, we are, we are learning so much from you, you should have sponsored the show. So <laughs> this show is kindly sponsored by GH Fuller. He's given us $2,000. We've not received it yet, but we will receive it. And we'll send you the Zell. <laughs> can't wait to see Nag. Rich, Richard can't wait to see Nag. We, we can't wait to have him back. He's amazing. I, I hope he joins uh, next week. I know today he was busily um, doing something on social media, basically really titillating a very big crowd on social media. <laughs> we, we really appreciate Titillating. Uh, that. That's GH for English for you. <laughs> we should explore how we communicate and what makes impact. How you guys say things is how you more, say how things. you say things is more important than what you say. For instance, that yep. that's deep. That's yep. coming from GH Fila. We should explore how we communicate and what makes impact. How you say things is more important than what you say, guys. Um, he keeps teaching us in the comments, like basically uh, in creating uniqueness and creating value. It's even how you're saying the things, right? It could be mundane. It could be, it, it could be something as easy as which is basically hello everybody or good evening everyone. But it's the way you would say it that would make it uniquely yours, right? And so how you say things, how you present your ideas, how you approach things, and I would be the first to put my hand up. I I am victim of this. Sometimes I'm not saying something bad. I'm not saying something mean. I'm not saying but the way I would deliver it, if you don't know me, and so I have problems with people who are encountering me for the first time, right? Uh, over time, people get to know, oh, but it's something I need to work on, that newbies or first-timers who meet me wouldn't think I am just a contrarian and a horrible person. So I, I would learn that from GH Fila, right? And, and he has this diffusing thing where he would come and say hello to everybody while he's going to join the argument, but he sort of diffuses the whole conversation by touching on so many other things. By the time he comes back to it, Tempest would have calmed down. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Michael, I'm working on it. I'm still a work in progress. <laughs> I'm not on GHP lesson level yet. But if you're a boy, there were some questions I said we we're going to come down to. But what yeah. are some of the things we need to get rid of? You know, there's some things, hmm. and, and some of them even might be helpful in person, but are not very great on, on, on social media. And I think one of Akosia's question would probably help us dive that way. What are some of the things people need to resist or stay away from if they truly want to build great connections, establish great connections via social media? Hmm. 
that's deep. <laughs> Mm. Well, I think you should be genuinely interested in the person you're trying to connect with. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's not like it's about you. Mm. Right? If you want to connect with a person, you try to know more about the person, get interested in I mean if you're interested, you tend to ask questions to try and understand where the person is coming from know more about the person right that way you don't seem to be like all about yourself mm. even mm. on like like the open platform where you speak so as you said like you just try to talk to the person try to understand where the person is coming from and see if you can actually connect with this person you know if you understand the person carefully like properly right mm -hmm. and then you would you would sort of know if this person is your person. Mm. Yeah, so I don't think you should be... Um, not to be arrogant. You shouldn't be full of yourself. And so you shouldn't be all about yourself, talking about yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, everything is about you. Know, you know, you should just know that if you're trying to connect to someone, the subject is the person. You are not mm. the subject. You come mm. in when the person, like, try to act. Mm. But you are not, like, the main subject and don't mm. try to make everything about you when you're trying to connect to the other person. That is something that a lot of people, you know, fall short on. You mm. tend to talk about yourself, talk about yourself, and then you forget you're trying to connect with another person and you don't even know anything about the person. Mm. You see, Absolutely. yeah. Well, I think that's the only thing I can think of for now, Absolutely. unless you come in and then... We'll that, 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 that's a very wonderful one. Um, trying, especially if you're trying to connect, right? Yeah. A lot of people try to connect in ways that sort of drives people away. Like I said, if the light is always on you and you're marketing yourself, you're putting yourself out there, projecting yourself out there, uh, yeah, some people might want to connect, but maybe you will not be able to connect with the people you want to connect with. Because yeah. just as you like talking about yourself, the people you want to connect to might also like talking about themselves. And so sometimes people see value in connecting with you when you are interested in what they do. So if I wanted to connect with Song and I do some work in education, Going on and on and on about my work in education might not want, make someone want to connect with me. But trying to understand some of the things I have in common with him, yeah. trying to understand what he does, you know, asking questions. So what do you do? What's your project about? How, how do you get, you know, answers to that? How do you solve these problems? Given the person the ability to talk to you about what they do, it sometimes builds bridges, right? Yeah. So definitely shining a light on their work and bringing people into the conversation builds bridges on which these networks can be built. And so I absolutely agree with that. And being genuine with your interest is great, but also being genuine as a person. If you, I think a lot of people go online, especially with these um, platforms like Clubhouse and and, and spaces where people get to hear your voice. People, some people are not entirely genuine with themselves. That's true. People think it's a one-off thing. So they come, they acquire wild accents, they talk high and mighty. And I always say this to people about PY Radio. PY Radio is easy. It's the staying in PY Radio bit that's hard, right? Yeah. You need to go on these platforms and fake it. Yes, you would get away with it the first time. But can you fake it for six months? Can you fake it for a year? If you come on PY Radio and you hear, you say, say, Prime speak, and you're like, okay, I'm also going to flex with my accent. Meanwhile, you've been you've been to Ethiopia <laughs> twice, and suddenly you have a Mexican accent. Yes, the first time, maybe you'd get a pass. And we see this a lot. We see people coming. Sometimes it even distracts from what you're saying, Right? Some people are saying very wonderful things, but they've picked up this accent that you can't look past the accent. It's like, is this how you talk every day? Like, <laughs> I forget what you say, right? Being genuine is, is very important, right? Um, presenting yourself as, you know, as you would in, in a personal space. People come, I, I know you've heard about the whole Keegan thing, right? People come on spaces and create this whole personalities they don't yeah. and time sort of exposes everyone right and so being genuine if you really want to build contacts connections friendships that would last being genuine is very key you know you don't have to be open and tell us everything about you but whatever you're putting out has to be accurate right 
if you are fake, don't yeah, fake it. Don't yeah, fake, don't fake it. And that way, people would connect with you for who you are, mm. right? And it's it's very important. It's very important. And I think another thing, and I wanted to touch on Akusia's question, um, is there's there's a very fine line, especially on social media, with confidence and arrogance. Being confident is great, but it easily slips into arrogance. And one of the ways you can connect with people without belittling them is actually listening. Actually listening. Um, one of the keys to surviving in the social media world we've created is your ability to listen to what people are saying. I've seen people debate and go on and on and on on social media without even actually listening to the other side. And often they get to the end of their speech and you're like, yeah, but come back to the question. And everybody sees just how unattentive and you know not so smart they are, right? Listening would help you treat every idea with, with that much care. Explore it, ask questions, try to understand whatever the person is saying. Listening would make you come across either as arrogant or as confident. And people, and again, I would revert to G.H. Villa, who would listen, not interrupt, let you go on and on. And when they start asking you questions, that's where you realize they listened. Uh, there was the, this series of court cases we had in, <laughs> in PY Radio. And for those of you in the comments who were there, G.H. Villa used a trick to get one guy to vote a wrong way whenever <laughs> he had a case with Benzi. And it was all because the person was not listening. The person, you know, they were so confident in their case, they were almost like this case is wrapped. And G.H. Fuller just switched a word in the line of question and the person <laughs> found wanting. One of the best ways to really be connect with people and not be seen as arrogant is paying attention to what they say, exploring what they say, listening to what people say. That way you don't belittle anyone. And sometimes there, there have been disagreements, right? You may have disagreements with people on approach. Like you might challenge people's, um, you know, perspective on fact, on, on, on judgment, on, 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 on even the prescriptions these facts and judgments lead them to. And they'll leave the conversation excited, happy, wanting to talk to you some more, right? They'll leave going to find articles and hitting you back and being like, hey, this is what you are saying. But And so it's all about listening, especially on these platforms. That's one good way to connect. Um, and that's what I think. Sometimes just listening would make you not look so arrogant. And then there's another one in the written form. When we are not getting the opportunity to interact with the people, you know, on, in, in an audio format. If you are, what are some of the things we can use whenever we're writing to show we're comfortable? Hmm. Well, you know, writing, eh? It's like, unless you really know the person, like you've mm -hmm. met the person in person mm -hmm. and interacted, right? You cannot really associate a tone to whatever the person is asking, right? Someone could ask a harmless question. Mm -hmm. And depending on how you, you read it, it's going to be harmful. Like, you're going to think the person is attacking you or, or like, you know, you wouldn't think it's, it's, you think the person wants to attack you. You wouldn't think it's just genuine. Like, someone just wants to know why did you ask this, right? And then you read it, you read it with some sort of tone and you think, okay, the person is just being rude and all that. So... When it comes to composure in test message, I think hmm, I, I just don't know how you you do that in test, but it's hard. You have to know the person. I don't know, but that's mm -hmm. what I think. Most often, if I know the person, right, I know how you're acting. I know you're not. You don't mean it mm -hmm. in a bad way. Even if it's a bad way, I wouldn't read it that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think one way that you can you can keep composure through test message is not to assume. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't don't assume. So if you don't understand anything, you ask. And then if the person, you know, 
gets you wrong, you try to clarify things because it's just text message. Mm. There's no tone associated to whatever you are saying. So the person can associate any tone and then read it to themselves and think, oh, you're being mean or you're being rude. Yeah. So as much as possible, you would have to want to clarify everything you say. And if you think someone is taking it the wrong way, you should just remind yourself, you know, it's words. Let me just clarify it and then retype it or, you know, try to make clarifications on whatever you're saying. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I think. Christine, what what I would say, what I think about this is is slightly different from. I, I like to let things sit for a second, let it breathe. If it's in person, I can go on and on and on. But when it's like in the DMs or on the timeline, I like to let conversations breathe. When I see something I don't want to respond to, I let it sit for like thirty minutes or an hour, mm-hmm. and then I get back to it. Because the thing with timeline conversations, especially debates and arguments and discussions on the timeline, is you're not only having the conversation with your the person your your interlocutor, right? It's not only the person you're having the discussion with who's seeing this. And last week we were talking about how people can read your reply, might not even go back to see the the stem or the thread, yeah. and just be like, "Oh no, I didn't expect." if you had to say this. Oh, no, I didn't expect Prof to say this. I didn't expect Kujo to say this. You know? And so, normally, I like things breathe. I Even this week, there was a particular person on social media I, I'm not fond of interacting with um, because she has some very wild ideas. And I posted an innocent tweet. And she came to reply with, with you know, her um, aggression and zealousness on her issue. And what I decided was I'm not even going to touch this for a day. Let it sit for 24 hours. And if I want to respond, I'll respond. Because the thing is, once it keeps going, especially on the timeline, keeps going back and forth, like I said, people might not care about the entire thread. So it might be 20 replies in, and you say something absolutely terrible you shouldn't have said. And then, yeah, there goes the whole thing. So generally, I... In the DMs, is fine, because normally it's only you and the person, unless, of course, you're going to get screenshots. But even that, you should just mind the language and let conversations breathe, especially if it's an argument on the timeline. It's not that important to the person anyways. If it was that important, they would have called or something, right? Let's just, just chill. Don't be quick to respond. I think that's a lot of people's mistakes. They're, they're quick to tie back. They're so in the agitated mood that they reply, reply, replying, and like eight replies in. And and another thing I, I learned, especially with following some of the research that comes out from, you know, Reddit and all that. Listen, if you have to spend more than five replies to make a point, a point is not going to carry. And so you should learn, the shorter the better. If you can make your argument in two, three replies, that's fine. If it's going beyond five, there's no way you're convincing the other person. It's just going to turn into a yelling fight in the marketplace. So being able to sort of step back from some of these conversations is key. And so three, four, step back, chill. You go cool off and then come and respond. It would be very helpful so that you don't get caught pants down in the marketplace. I'm going to read a few of the comments. And if you are, we're going to touch on the very last angle to this. But being real and genuine is important. I know some of the comments are not real and genuine, but Nanaya's comment is really genuine. If you're <laughs> looking good. Thank you. Thank you. Michael comes back and says, focus on the conversation and leave if you're, if you're looks alone. <laughs> um, Chris, Echo, and um, Wendy need to. Finally, repent. someone said it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Christine, for calling them out. Chris, Echo, <laughs> and Wendy, uh, I need someone to call them out. They are not, they are not showing up. Everyone connecting with you has an interest something they want to take away from you it could be how you talk how you say something and so you need to be yourself every time and so you need to be yourself every time it's very important um i think sometimes we owe it to our audience the listeners to be as genuine as possible right don't don't you know people and and this is why spaces and clubhouse and forums like that become very tricky people are listening and everyone is listening for a reason please do your audience you know some some service by providing value quality and so yeah song i completely agree with that 
Michael says, Ikiala, we are negotiating with them on it. Close to signing a new long-term deal. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So Michael has decided to be the program's manager, and he's working with our, our you know, co-host to get them uh, to sign a <laughs> I think their contracts expired with the Castle Podcast. So, Christine, if you are asking, it's because their contracts expired. D is being linked to a move to another podcast but we're going to try you know since it's the off season she's trying to find herself a new podcast we'll try and get her a new deal michael thanks for making this a bit more um stock and what market transfer market related who is not listening at all Kwame, I no, don't no, no. He he was referring to the the story you were oh, telling oh, them oh, about how gh filler switched something you know when it got mm-hmm. to the voting section Hey, Nanekia is in the building. Hey! Nice to see you in the building. Um, Nan- <laughs> Nanekia is accusing Michael. That is totally you, Michael. Apparently, one of the things about Michael, if you are, let me check this in. So those of you who don't know Michael, uh, Michael Aidu. Michael is one of those guys on social media platforms that whenever <laughs> people come in, it's it's kind of courtesy to meet the house. So you'd have people like Prime come in and be like, Greetings, 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 prof, greetings, greetings. Nanika will be like, hey, you see her for me, mama, good evening, before she starts her point. GH Filler would be like, if you're a boy, are you there? Greetings, Prime, and all the people down there. Everybody has their way of sort of introducing themselves to her. Kwame would be sitting in the corner, and when you mention everybody and you greet them and you don't, Kwame would be like, Namedi, Amedi, I won't mommy that is Kwame. That is Kwame's trademark. Whenever GH Fila starts mentioning the names or Prime starts greeting, I'm like, somebody's going to take Kwame off. Even this morning, right? Um, one of the young women we interact with, Oprah was like, oh, we need to change PY Radio to GH Fila Radio or Prime Radio. I was like, I'm waiting for Kwame to say, why not Kwame Radio? Yeah, Michael, Michael is just known for that. That's unique about him. He would always attack you if you don't mention his name. So Kwame, I've mentioned your name. Uh, even the case with you and Panda, when uh, that's Kwame, even the case with you and Panda, when you wanted to calm Tempest and chip in a joke, he wasn't listening, so he missed the joke. Yeah, it happens. Sometimes you're, um, the people you are debating or arguing with don't listen. So yeah, Panda and I joke. <laughs> those favorite friends on Twitter. Yes, they, they are my people, man. They are my people. Panda, <laughs> Panda is my guy. Ikea, <laughs> sir. Um, but I, what, I collect my stone many times, so, well, well, yeah, Michael and Ikea are going off in the comment section. Please, keep the comments coming, though. Um, but, 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 whatever happened to, thank you to you, make it. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> if you one, now we have to address that. I'm coming back. Let me read through a couple of them, and we'll come back to fake it till we make it, especially when it's internet profiles and on the internet. We'll see what some would <laughs> be. Okay. I would say that we consider the role of the role of time. time. Are you thinking short term or long term? I'm a long termer, and that affects how I react to things and people. In my world, it's all about relationships. And if you care about relationships, you don't swear the small stuff. It's hard to see the long term, I know. So GH is really giving us some, some advice. And I'm going to read the comment again. Um, I think this is quite important. We really have to take note. He said, GH is saying, I would say we should consider the rule of time. Are you thinking short term or long term? I am a long termer, and that affects how I react to the things and to things and people in my world. It's all about relationships. And if you care about relationships, you don't sweat the small stuff. It's hard to see the long term, I know. And I'm glad he he understands that um, for a lot of people, seeing long term is very difficult. Um, did, did you notice that you read it like the way he said Oh, really? <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. If I'm able to read it the way GHL would say it, then that's You read it like the way you said. I would take that as a compliment, but it's very true, right? In our interactions with people, for a lot of people, and I think I find myself falling victim to this a lot, sometimes we're not able to think long term, especially when the debate is going or the argument is going on. 
Do I care about my relationship with this person or I really want to win this debate? Or I really want to win this argument? And again, corporate number one. Sometimes mm-hmm. I get carried away with the substance of the debate rather than the substance of the relationship. And I think it's one of the things I'm going to be learning myself, how to care about the relationship with the person and not the... Because the truth is, the next day would come and then whatever we're arguing doesn't matter anymore. But how I made the person feel, what I said to offend someone, and even sometimes the audience. And so they, these are things, if you really want to succeed in building connections and and and... I think GH Flat touched on something I wanted us to look at too. Sometimes building the connection is not the most difficult part. The building is easy. Maintaining it over a long distance, right? You can be friends today and tomorrow we're not going to speak to each other again because of something you said. And so if you're a long-termer, if you're someone who thinks in the long term, then you would evaluate every interaction. Is what I am going to say really that important that, um, you know, damn the consequences down the line? And I think for most of the conversations we have, the answer would be no. And so, yeah, absolutely. It's something if you really want to grow your connections on social media, grow your contacts, grow your friends, grow your your non-professional relationships, you have to think about. Is it, you know, right? Is it okay to be right on this? If you I'm glad he he mentioned after everything that it's hard to see um, things in a long term, right? Especially, especially if the effects are short term. Like, if 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 it goes sideways, like down bad, you're going to get an effect immediately. But then, if if it's going to be a good thing, you're going to get it in a long term. It's really hard. So most of it, we want the effect as soon as possible. And so we don't really think about the long term. Oh, I don't even think I'm going to meet this person in like five years. I think it's a short term something. Whereas you're looking at, okay, if if I'm close to this person, you don't know where we both get to in the next five years. This person might be in a company you want to be getting an employment. This person, you don't really think about that because, mm-hmm. you know, we are all consumed with the now. Mm-hmm. What are we getting now? You know, I'm not about to you know, invest some time and then I'm not going to see anything now. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we try and think like him and think long term, but. <laughs> and, and and I think it's one of the things you mentioned earlier in the show that drew you to him. The ability to be patient, stay poised. And, and, and I love that about him. Sometimes you might get a fight and you might run away. He doesn't mind. He would let you go. He would let you run because he is indeed a long termer. He'll cut you down the road. <laughs> He'll cut you down. Like there's this conversation. I still panic a little when I think about it. And he's mentioned it twice. I know it's going to come up. Before the Ukrainian war, right? I made some predictions. And he's mentioned it twice on two different occasions. And we're going to come back to these predictions you made. And I'm ready for him. But he's a long termer. He the conversation <laughs> shouldn't happen now. He can let it. He can let it breathe. Sometimes he can let it breathe for months. So like you, you, you'd be there every time I hear the news. I panic. I'm like, oh, GH Fly is going to get me on this one. Oh, he's going to get me. I see it coming. You know how you have a defeat ahead of you. You know it's coming. It's a slap. You don't know when it's arriving. Sometimes even the waiting for the slap bit is the is the torture. But yeah, absolutely. Thinking long term, especially in connecting with people online. Richard said. As always, I'm really enjoying this. Thanks, Richard. Thank you so much for joining. J.H. Fila came back. Am I the only one who has noticed that Prof reads comments like he is the poster? Yes, if you are caught it, I'm not alone. Hey, <laughs> you people, you people, I beg go. I wish I could read the comments like the people who posted them, but definitely, um, you know, you try. Especially if you've heard the person speak a couple of times, you can sort of see where they would yeah it is it is very important and i think one of the keys we're we're taking away from today's show don't think short term don't think short term you have to Mm -hmm. be able to take a step back especially if you want to build relationships and grow them right like i said building the connection building the contact getting on the radar is not difficult it's staying on the radar making the relationship last and again, but but what happened to what happened to fake it till you make it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's <laughs> let's get back to the fake it to you. We have some time to dive into the fake it till you make it. If yeah, well, what do you think? Should we fake it till we make it? 
Um, I don't think we should take it literally, right? Like in a literal meaning that fake it. So you, I don't know, but I think it's more about um presentation, like how you present yourself. You should put your best foot forward. Mm-hmm. You should look your best and try to. It's not faking it. It's you know presenting yourself properly mm. as you should. You know, and then till you actually not fake it till you make it. I think you should just present yourself properly. That's what mm. I think. Yeah. I think there's a value, there's some, there's just a little value to faking it till you make it, but know what you're faking, right? <laughs> um, if you want to be well-read, you can't fake that, right? No. If you be, want to be well-spoken, you can't fake that. But in your practice, in me trying to be more patient, I have to fake that I have the patience. I always have to push myself to do better. So today I'm able to last two minutes without getting extremely mad about something. Tomorrow, I'll try and fake till four minutes. So I'm mad. Sometimes I'll mute myself and be punching the wall. And then I'll come back and be calm. You know, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's the process. It's the growth. The, the, the but but with that, growth. with that, are you being patient? You're not being patient. You're yeah, just yeah, I'm faking it till I make it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> faking it till I make it. But the things you don't have to fake is it's things like accent. And not dear. That one day, please. please. No, no, I, we see it all the time. If you're a boy, we, you and I, let's not pretend we don't go into the DMs and text about people's accents. Like sometimes we hear it and we're like, "Hey, cool. Can you maintain this? Can you give this up?" You know, I know it's all packaging and it's the way you, you know. Sometimes, of course, nobody sounds like, "Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the PY Radio." And nobody sounds like that. That's fine. But sometimes, yeah, maybe you'd want to, but do you want to live your entire life where having a debate about, you know, fix the country or fix yourself. You know, you have to fix your country. As you think, we'll, we'll put you somewhere. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you know, but I, I absolutely get some part of faking it, right? Especially if it's a good things you want to sort of, you know, reflect in people. Yeah, you can. Um, Yes, and uh, PY is ba- NY is back. Interesting conversation. Thank you, NY. It's interesting because of all you wonderful people who chime in and given us a lot to think about. If you are, you're faking, it means packaging. Exactly. No, yes. no, yes. NY. Yes, it's packaging. Yeah, <laughs> package yourself. Um, should you fake it till you make it? I sense a big space debate about this. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And today I'm making a lot of. Um, Advert, free advertisement for PUI Radio. If if you are in the internet ecosystem, especially on Twitter, and you want to join a family of friends, a tribe of friends who have wonderful debates, um, check out PUI Radio. Follow FIA your boy, and when you see her in a space, you just follow her into the space. You might run into some of the most wonderful, eclectic group of people you'd ever meet. And, and for me, Sometimes driving home from work, all I'm thinking of is just taking a shower, laying down in bed, and hanging out with PY Radio. And Kwame, for some reason, has been punishing us lately. And mm-hmm. since he decided not to open, I decided to fill it with some reading. Kwame, start opening it before I run out of books to read, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, always join, join. GH for life saying, hey, fake it till you make it. Should we make this a... Um, we should. We should talk thing? about this. We <laughs> talk about this, but if you are wrapping up, any last yeah. words so that we we hop off? Um, well, as we said earlier, if you are, if you want to connect with people, <laughs> the subject you're not a subject. You're trying to connect with the person, get to know more about the person, try to understand them, and you know, get to really know if the that person is your person or it's also just packaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people can package, and then the internet is a very big place. You can you can do a lot with it, like yeah. So try connecting with people. Try connecting with people, absolutely. Kwame yeah. is accusing us of gossiping. Kwame, we we don't gossip. <laughs> we 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 point out things to each other. Effie yeah. and I have a very interesting DM. Maybe we'd introduce introduce you to the thread, but it it goes funny whenever you do your thing. Yes, we do mention it. We do not gossip. <laughs> Prime will be. F- <laughs> And Ephia will be against the motion. Well, the debate has been set. <laughs> we want to hear the debate. Fake it till you make it. Prime is going to speak 
for the, for the affirmative, right? Um, for for the motion, and if you're going to speak against the motion, yeah. um, it's going to be parliamentary style debating. So we'll see you guys in the space. But um, as we wrap up here, thank you so much, guys, for joining us today for the Casa podcast. It's been wonderful, right? Um, it's important if you want to survive in today's world, right? You can you may not be able to successfully do away completely with social media. And if it's going to be something we have to deal with, we have to learn to survive in this, right? We have to learn how to make good friendships, maintain these friendships. And that's the conversation we've been having. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for the comments that came in. I can't tell you enough how that helps us here in the in the studio. Yeah. Really appreciate everything. Thank you, GH Filler, Raymond, Nanayao, Kwame, Kukwa, Akosia, Nanekia, um, Christine, Christine, and all the wonderful people who chimed in today and helped us steer this conversation. Um, Prof, when are you holding the space? I think we're going to hop on that space immediately, right from here. You guys, let's do it in the evening. Okay. When everyone is relaxed in bed, please. Um, um, we would let you know, we would let you know, yeah. but it's been wonderful. It's been great having you guys on here. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you again next week. And for, you know, for now it's bye from us. If you're once again from the tribe, it's... <laughs> <laughs>